sing me an anthem Cause you don't know the words Words are hard to remember When they mean nothing at all To the heart who's still waiting For their voice to be heard Don't sing me your anthem When your anthem's absurd Hello and welcome to Accent of Women a show by and about women from diverse cultures and languages right across the world. I'm Giselle Hanna. January 26, Australia Day. It marks the anniversary of the 1788 arrival of the first fleet of British ships at Port Jackson in New South Wales. It also marks the raising of the flag of Great Britain at that site by Governor Arthur Phillip. It also marks the invasion of Australia and the start of genocide against the original owners of this land. We should not celebrate Australia Day. It's a day that has been sanctified and sanitised. Instead, we should be protesting and fighting for land rights, sovereignty and self-determination for all Aboriginal people in Australia. To talk more about why we shouldn't celebrate Australia Day, Writer, poet and artist Daniela Roachford joins me on Accent of Women. Daniela is an Aboriginal woman from Western Australia and in fact I'll let her introduce herself. Here's Daniela. Yeah, I'm from Broome, um, up um, in the Kimberleys there. Uh, I come from the Bardi, the Yaru and the Bunaba tribes. Um, I'm 42, um, I'm a mother of six. Um, I've only started writing poetry last year in March, um, so I'm, I'm, you know, I'm new at this stuff. But um, a good education has led me to um, pursue writing, I suppose, after my separation with my husband. Um, I've always loved poetry, um, but I think I, I, I love the more romantic side of things. Um, until I, I watched a documentary on um, our people and then I just, all of a sudden, I just, just started writing and, and didn't stop. So, um, and now I'm a, um, you know, I'm a national poet. Um, so I've been recognised as a national Indigenous or Aboriginal, whatever um, title, you know, you, people are comfortable with. Um, and... Um, I'm also a songwriter and, and um, author. I'm writing a book um, as we speak. It's um, titled A Child of an Orphan, and it speaks of um, um, me. As a, as a child, I grew up with a, with a parent that was part of the stolen generation and um, the rippling effects of abuse and, and how much the government don't realise um, how much they've ruined um, you know, our, our lives in that matter, so to speak. Um, but, yeah, I'd, I'd love to read a few poems. Um, I, I, um, I wouldn't... I don't really know if I'm an activist just yet. I'm just starting to find my voice. Um, you know, as an individual, I like to represent my people. And, and when I say my people, I don't just mean my tribe. I'm talking about our whole nation, our whole, you know, uh, native la- uh, nation, um, and, and recognised as a um, Aboriginal woman, a strong black woman. Um, I, I represent my 
myself as. And um, I, I do come from a multicultural background that consists of um, Aboriginal, um, Filipino, Scottish and Indian. So, um, you know, that part, of course, I can't change and that makes me who I am, but I have grown up as a traditional woman. Um, and very proud of, of my Aboriginality. Um, so, anyway, I'd love to read some poems and um, share with you my um, talent, my love, and my, you know, um, my love for my country and people as well. So, my first one I will read to you um, is about Black, De Black Deaths in Custody, and um, it's titled United Voices. Um, so, here we go. All my scars I cannot erase, my nose has been displaced. Handcuffs around my hands, bracelets for black clans. Giant blows from his boots, the crack of my ribs I hear. They bash me until I am mute. To God I beg, please interfere. On the floor of my cold cell, the aches of my body throbs. Heart pounding from his fists, my beliefs he tries to compel. Hitting me with their batons, too much for me to fight off. They flog me until I am beaten. With wickedness they scoff. Trying to wipe out our race, our culture they want to replace. The fight we will not give up. We battle for equality's cup. Looking down on me like dirt. Humanity they always shirk. I carry my past in my heart, trying not to fall apart. So I sit alone in my thoughts. Wondering about my existence, number of friends is naught. On payday I see their presence. Vices I seek to numb my pain for confidence to speak out. But my tongue is like a knot. I mumble so as not to get shot. Cuts on my wrists are unseen. The smile I use is not true. Suicide is taboo it seems, but inside me I feel abused. This wasn't a part of my plan, to receive such hatred from man. Help racism not become a choice, as we shout with a united voice. When did you write that? Um, I wrote that about uh, a month ago. I wrote that. Did something prompt it? Was the, the death of Jalika Ju in custody part of what inspired that? Because yes, she, she died in August. Yes, it did. Yeah, she died in August, yeah. Not only that, um, I think there was a more recent one um, lately, um, a young fella maybe in the Kasharina prison, I believe. Um, I think he was only in his 20s. Um, that too really, really motivated me to to um, to write that. It just, it, there's, there's just so much in history that um, it just makes me quite angry. Um, to know that this is still going on. I mean, when you think about it throughout history, from the very beginning, um, nothing has really changed, you know, um, nothing in that sense where black deaths in custody. It's still going on today um, from when the first settlers came. So I just, you know, um, all this is, is how I feel uh, about what's happening to my people. So... It's um, it's something that we want to stop so much, but then you think, you know, there's still so much people out there that have so much hate for us, and you know, we're all human beings. So um, 
I, I just had to write it. And I get what prompted us to have this conversation was you wrote a poem very particularly on the issue of why we shouldn't celebrate Australia Day. So firstly, why, why shouldn't we celebrate Australia Day? Well, my personal opinion is that I don't see anything great about celebrating a day where our people were massacred. Um, I don't see why we should partake in such celebrations that there were murders, you know, there were rapes, there were children, innocent people that were were killed um, just for the sake of someone, you know, having people who have power and just want to overtake our land. Um, I don't find any any um, happiness in that. I don't feel any joy. I just feel nothing but sadness, um, knowing that that has happened to our people, our ancestors that, you know, that walked this land. And, and what's the next poem? Is there a poem called Why We Shouldn't Celebrate Australia Day? Yes, yes, there is. I, I actually titled it Australia Day. Um, because I, I only titled it that so people can it can get people's attention when they see Australia Day. You know, a lot of um, um, white followers they might think, oh yeah, that looks like that looks like a good title. But then when they read it, they will see the truth. You know, um, and that's what you know. I'll, I'll read it for you, and and um, it's um, it says a lot. You know, so I'll, I'll read that for you as well. Eons ago, when the dirt was red and the clear skies were blue, nomads walked the Simpson Desert bare feet without any shoes. Traditions and cultures were untamed and the rivers ran without blood. Before the settlers here came, no dead bodies lying in mud. The stories we hear haunts many about tribes being hunted like animals and babies' heads used as footballs kicked off their tidy shoulders. Our warriors run around helpless with all their penises cut off. Those murderers that were relentless, white, white settlers who smile and scoff. To camps they rode on horses, pillaging land not theirs, raping all our grandmothers and passed them around to share. An island with many dark secrets and under their carpets they're kept. True facts the government tried to hide were all covered with lies. A day I refuse to celebrate an invasion deserving of hate. With wolves I choose not to sleep, to perceive themselves as sheep. My loyalty lies with my people, whose bones still under our land, and memories of terrorized souls screaming from under the ground. Give this day the proper title because hatred back then reaped. Too much innocent blood had been spilled, my Aboriginal country speaks. Remember our First Nations cries, and tears that fell from their eyes as the wrong flag flies high when this Australia Day arrives. It's a very powerful poem. And it's got so much power in there that you can almost feel the passion behind those words for my people. Actually, you should be able to feel it. Um, because I write every time I write a poem, it's with nothing but passion for my people, and and I believe that, you know, um, it, when I was growing up, we I was still innocent. I didn't really see much racism. 
until I grew up and, you know, became an adult. And um, I, I got to see what racism, you know, really meant and how much hate um, that it just covers, you know, Australia like a cloak. It's just horrible. You're from WA and... Um around the death of Jalika Jew, one of the things we learned is that um, the government of Western Australia is really, really cracking down on um, unpaid fines and so on. And I, I think when you live in a state like Victoria, you can think that some states like Western Australia, Queensland and the Northern Territory are worse in how they impose the justice system on Aboriginal people. What's your view on that, being both Aboriginal and from WA? I seem to think, um, because in the remote areas here, um, you know, one thing I can't understand is that where they put people, and and I mean, I'm, I'm talking about the police force, there's a lot of coppers that go into communities like that with a very negative, ignorant attitude. And... Whether you have a small, I mean, come on, $1,000 is nothing compared to a person's life, you know. Um, For them to to think that they can treat someone like that just for the sake of a $1,000 fine is inhumane to to the worst degree. It, It is just, you don't treat people like that. If the shoe was on the other foot, then would they like it? I'm pretty sure that we would never hear the end of it, period. You know, it, 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 there will be non-stop. It's, it's only now that our people ha- are finding our voices even stronger today than what it was before um, because people didn't want to listen back then, whereas now that our people are becoming more united, more stronger, I think it, 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 it's, they're finding it a bit more threatening. It, it's actually quite obvious that they're finding it more threatening. And... and um, Maybe they're scared of that. Maybe, I don't know what, what goes on through their head, but because they have a piece of material on their back that gives them the power to, to be able to treat people like that, it's just so, I find that very evil. I, I find that so wrong in, in every sense. Um, I don't know what it's like over there where you are, but here in the communities um, in Western Australia, I have seen a lot um, of racism, a lot of stereo, you know, uh, stereotypical attitudes towards our people over here. Um, you know, e- even even on the notice boards on Facebook, you know, people like for the and I will say this: the broom notice board on Facebook has been created by a white person that I'm pretty sure is racist because when we were went because I removed myself from there, I refused to listen to to nonsense about my people, about my community that I grew up in that was a very happy, beautiful, multicultural, welcoming community. Um, but the amount of negative attitudes on there, the amount of hate, that, that very, very subtle hate that they will, you know, or well, they think they're being subtle, but we, we can see right through them. Um, it, it's those kind of communities where they think that they can come in and ruin the community, whether it's for a $1,000 fine or or not. You know, Um, I think the justice system itself is corrupt. Um, 
and you can't pick and choose who or when to do it. Um, a lot of, you know, a lot of the police force, you know, a lot of the, the, the policemen, they're very, very abusive, and that's what leads to death, you know, black deaths in custody. One of my ex, I will say ex, Facebook friends, she said, well, what about white deaths in custody? Now, on a scale, uh, on, you know, the majority of white deaths in custody is very minute compared to black deaths in custody and what we go through. Um, so that's something that she was taught, you know, to be ignorant to, to those facts, which is quite sad because she obviously thought that she knew a lot, and, and, and it's sad because she hasn't been taught um, the truth. Um, so as for the, you know, the, the justice system when it comes to a $1,000 fine with Julika Jew, I thought that was so wrong in, in, in like I said, in, in many ways. And why should our people have to continue to put up with that? Because it's so wrong that we've been going through this for centuries and nothing's, nothing's been done about it. I mean, we have a government that rules us, but yet they, they say that they know what we're going through, but in actual fact, they're not. They, they, don't, they don't know what it's like. They, they cannot fathom what it's like for us to go through. Um, I have, personally, I have never lost a close member of um, my family, you know, when it comes to black deaths in custody. But then we look at our people, and they are our family. We might come from different tribes, but at the end of the day, we are all one family. You talked a, a bit about how racist Australian society is and you talked about our colonial history in, in the um, rapes and the pillaging of Aboriginal people. So, you know, this country is founded on racism. And at the moment there is, in addition to Aboriginal people, another target community, and that is refugees. What do you think of the racism that's being... Um, perpetrated against refugees wanting to come into this country? I don't have a problem with that, me personally. Um, but then at the end of the day, because, I mean, I, I can't really say much about that. I mean, in the, I, I can't go against that. Because at the end of the day, I'm, part, I'm Scottish descent, I'm Filipino descent, and I'm Indian descent, you, you know? So, I mean, they came over here back then, and, and they came here to work. I can understand um, that uh, you know some of our people. Are, you know, well, I don't know. I don't know how much, but some you know some of our people are very upset about that because we live under white man rule. We do not live under black fellow rule. We we live under white man rule. We do not live under our own laws because we have been colonized um, in that sense. So if one thing that I've noticed, even with Abbott, whom I, I really despise, um, with, with Abbott, is that he's the one who, you know, like, the government makes the laws on who's, who's allowed to come into our country and who's not. So, yet, you know, we're talking about our land being stolen off us from people who, who you know, the settlers came here. I can understand when it comes to refugees seeking to be to be in a safer country, 
but then they too are going to be exposed to more racism, you know, that we go through as out, you know, as uh, Aboriginal people. They're going to be exposed to what sort of government that rules us, even though, okay, they think, uh, you know, Australia is a land of milk and honey. But in fact, it's not. It's full of racism. This, this country reeks racism. And, and I'm talking about racism towards us as an Aboriginal nation. I'm talking about racism that we have to put up with. Me, personally, I don't have a problem with, with you know, refugees seeking refuge in our land as long as they respect us and acknowledge that we are the first owners. Tony Abbott is not the first owner. He comes from Britain. So he is not the first owner. He's not a First Nation. He's, he's not a First Nation at all. I just... At the end of the day, I just want our our people to be acknowledged as the native title owners. You know, we are the first nations. That's it. Do you do you have another poem that you want to share? Yeah, I'd love to share it with you. This one is called "My Birthright That Possesses Me." From the moment I was born, I was given a birthright a gift that I hold close to my proud heart so tight. As a child, I got to be told from my grandmothers of old, these are all your tribes or names to your skin types. Blessed with my brownness and beautiful complexion, exotic with all cultures, where from is the question. I would often get asked, what tribe, what caste, what brand, what clan, and I'd point to my black hand. I will never deny who I am. I'm an Aboriginal, I'd say teeth shining so bright, a true native of this land. Some said I looked Asian, confused my face frowns, but look see, I am brown, and Broome is my hometown. Curry Mancha, I was called. Go back to your country. I come from the Kimberleys. I belong here, I say bluntly. I tell them without a miss, my mother is a Bardi woman, Bonobo tribe she from too. I can't leave out Yaru. Yes, I am Filipino as well, and Indian, can't you tell? Baird clan from Scotland, I wear proudly its tartan. So don't look down on me because I'm an Aborigine. We live on the same planet given to us all to inhabit. History cannot be faulted. I am my ancestor's daughter. I am who I am, so accept me. And if not, then I respect thee. An Aboriginal of this land and Australia is my country, I say proudly as I stand, my birthright that possesses me. And there is there another one? There's uh, there's one more, I think. Yeah, yeah, Salty Tracks, it's called. Um, this poem, when I say Salty Tracks, I'm talking about the tracks that our people walked while they were, you know, um, they captured and, and the tears that fell on those tracks, and that's why I called it Salty Tracks. Um, with black sails, here they came, invading our island to claim, using their ugly steel weapons, trigger-happy gunpowdered guns. My people's lives were at stake, their bodies falling like leaves, then gathered with a steel rake, evil crimes some cannot believe, thrown into the ground and sea, feeling no remorse nor mercy, tribe by tribe, clan by clan, they suffered by white hands. Prized from their graves we step over, bones resurfaced with bulldozers, their falsifying bullshit walks, dug up sacred sites, money talks. Pretend with greed behind words, sorcery with the flash of a coin. No value for our land or culture. Hang around like starving vultures. Now our mob turn in their graves, 
fell prey, becoming their slaves, to ghostly white monsters from afar who stole from the cookie jar. Witches that stirred their potions, poisonous ideas into cauldrons, a perfect description of miners, insensitive money-hungry misers. The scars of our past we wear, and bridges were broken with fear. Land of our ancestors we walk, love for our country we talk. Every path our feet tread on here tell stories of long ago we hear, where strong languages were spoken on salty traps that were taken. You're a very talented um, writer. Thank you so much for sharing all of that. Thank you for having me. No problem. Do you want to say any final words? I just want to say um, to all our people out there, um, be strong, um, be united. You know, um, our voices um, are very strong and um, I believe our actions are even stronger um, and, and never give up um, in bringing justice and, and so that um, all their corrupt um, all their corruption can be, can you know, can rear its ugly head so that we can continue to fight for our country. Um, and when I say our country, I say our country, you know. Um, I'm not talking about um, refugees and stuff like that. <laughs> I'm just saying our, our, this is, this is you know, we're the First Nations. So, you know, just, just continue doing what you're doing and then be, be strong. Share the love and, um, yeah, continue to fight on. That was Daniela Roachford, Aboriginal writer, poet and artist, speaking there about why we shouldn't celebrate Australia Day. And that's all we have time for on today's program of Accent of Women. Accent of Women is produced in the Melbourne studios of Community Radio 3CR with the financial assistance of the Community Broadcasting Foundation. The show is distributed nationally via the Community Radio Network with special thanks to the Community Broadcasting Association of Australia. If you want to hear this show again or any of our previous programs, you can download the podcast from 3CR's website, 3cr.org.au, and that's the digit 3, not spelt out in letters. Go to the Accent of Women page and follow the links to this week's show. If you want to get in touch with the producers of the show, you can write to us at accentofwomen at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Twitter or like our page on Facebook. Thanks for tuning into the show. I'm Giselle Hanna and I look forward to your company again next week.